Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 8.40 this morning, Joe Varden is going to join us on the show. We'll talk Cavs with him. We'll talk NBA with him. Ratings are down for the Cavs. I'll tell you guys why. At least the reasons I have coming up here in just a few minutes. About how to, quote-unquote, fix an All-Star game and what to do. Because a lot of people just go, you know what, just get rid of the damn thing. But you got five million people watching during the weekend. You can't get rid of it. You you just can't you can't do it. It's, it's too it's too high of a number. When it's, you got, it's not crazy high, but it's too high of a number. When you got five million people watching on on television to see that, it's not the Super Bowl. It's not a World Series game. But you're right. It's it's a basically an SEC football game. That and SEC football is obviously very very lucrative, and that you can sell on that. So you can't just get rid of the All Star game or the all-star festivities of the weekend. But it's gotten to the point where a lot of, and I talk to, we always talk to fans. We are sports fans. The general sports fan feels insulted. The hardcore sports fan feels disgusted. I mean, it is really an insulting enterprise. And and I'm not just talking about about the NBA. The the whole NHL, the three-man hockey and things that they were doing for a bit trying to do. Football and 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 the football games where I... The only thing I got out of the football weekend, the the, the Pro Bowl weekend, was Jeremiah Usukoromoa looks like he's just as good as uh, good at golf as I am, which is not great if you didn't see the clip. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. So it's it, not good. it I, looks like at least I'm like okay. Ken might be Tiger Woods in his free time, and I, it's not great. I sat there and I watched. It, I go, okay, I'm going to scroll that away for training camp next year. So when I interview him, I can talk talk to him a little bit about that golf. Was good. That's the only thing I watched that stuff. David Njoku off a swing rope. Yep, that's Shirtless the only thing. Was it something. That's the only thing I can see. It's like catching what? passes from uh, old quarterbacks. Yeah, but that's that's it. That's all I get. And and a lot of fans, they just they didn't pay attention to it, or they're gonna wait till they see it on their Facebook or something like that. So I don't know if they're saving All Star Weekends. It's just something you have to do, yeah. and it's played out right to the players. They know that they're there for television. They know that they're there for it to be sold. They know that they're there for for people to whatever modicum of people to watch. But it's not the same as it used to be. It's just, and I don't think it ever will be. Right, but how do we get him to care? I mean, Adam Silver made this his big deal over the previous few months. Like, he was going to change the All-Star game. He got rid of the ELAM ending. He went back to being East versus West. He was going to bring it old school to try to bring the competitiveness back to it and get everyone to care again. How do you do that? How do you get these guys to care about the All-Star game? Because, I, I listen, I, I listen, people still talk about it. I told you on Sunday, I went, I went to my, my daughter's first birthday party. It seems they still complain about it. It's what people still want to talk about. They want to talk about the slam dunk competition. They want to talk about the three-point contest between Steph and Sabrina. And people were still talking about it. But it, maybe it's just because nothing else is going on. It's one of the things that I I'm, – I'm a big – I'm a LeBron guy. But if I'm critical of him for certain things in basketball, that's one of the things I'm critical of. Because him not being in the dunk contest, it made it okay for everybody else to not be in the dunk contest. It's like, so what? For yeah, sure. I, like, you go back to iconic moments. Like, what was this, the anniversary of Vince Carter doing the It's Over when it, this weekend that yeah, yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, And they did a big story on him, and I read that story this weekend. And I'm thinking, gosh, there's yeah, so Blake many good Griffin things. Blake Griffin hopping over a Kia. Exactly. And the, 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 
iconic poster that my buddy Eric Perry's brother had on the door of Jordan's going through the air over during the, the dunk contest. Over the yes. foul line, yeah. And you don't have any of that stuff anymore. And these are iconic players and iconic moments doing incredible things. And you get none of that anymore. And so it just seems no, like you it's... you get Max McClung in his G League jersey it seems like winning for back-to-back yeah, years. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's gross. It's parlor tricks. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Well, that's what the NFL Pro Bowl because, has turned into, right? A bunch of parlor tricks. Exactly. And I, I look at a guy, and you're right about this. And so what has it just turned into, Jonathan? Just turned into a great big bitch session about the All-Star game between you and me. Jonathan and Fertone today still on paternity leave for the rest of this week. But that's what it just turns into. Like, I got no other way to fix it other than to complain, complain about it. But players in all three, four major sports, you know, it is what it is. And what it is ain't great. Baseball's the I think baseball's the last one that we kind of have that's decent. Yeah, and people complain well, about and then, that. And I think they get I think they catch in baseball some of the residual stuff that the other three sports lay on because it's an all-star game. I still find the all-star game in baseball pretty decent. Well, baseball's all-star game always had meaning to it. Yes. Like that was always that was always it. The, the problem that the NBA the NBA shouldn't have this issue. We used to legitimately judge NBA All-Star games, Ken, and we used to look at them and be like, all right, the very best of the very best, and we get to see how they stack up. Because you, you've, you've been around the NBA enough. You, you know how this works. All these guys, they, they know the guys that can play and the guys that can't actually play but score a bunch of points and are just kind of there. Like The NBA players, they, they, know, they know the guys that can really hoop, and that used to be a showcase for the guys that can really hoop to go ahead and basically have – uh, well, when you'd find a, a pickup game that was awesome in any any given turn, and it just it just not it's not right now. It just it just isn't, and, and, and it turned into a bunch of three point opportunities, and it turned into seventy footers from Luca, and it was just what are we doing here? It was it was not good. Two one six four seven four double o ninety two. Should we just get rid of all star games? Big Al in Brunswick, you're next up on the fan. Hey Ken, what's up? JP, good to hear you. Yo, what's up, Big Al? Hey. uh... I tell you what, I'm I'm 55, Ken, and man, those All Star games years ago were so fun to watch. Man, every one of them, I would my would base my weekend on the you know the Pro Bowl, you know the All Star game and baseball was so fun. NBA, now I don't watch I don't watch any of them except the All Star race for NASCAR. I watch that. And what am I supposed to say though? Like Big Al, do I hate him for making money? Do I hate them for getting their their fair share of the pie? I mean, the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, NFL, they all make a lot of money on this. Am I supposed to be upset because the employees make a lot of money? I say what I say every day about everything today. It's a sign of the times, man. <laughs> what, but what, how, what do I do to go about fixing it? You can't. You, there's, there's no way. It's money talks. <laughs> so we're all, left, we're all left with no other choice we're, but to sit here. A couple, that's, and, and Big Al, thank you very much for the call because you're left in a bad spot. You're left in a spot to complain and moan about something that I, I don't know how you can fix it. We're stuck watching Carl Anthony Towns take 35 shots. That's, that's not have. even hyperbole. 35 shots in that game. Yes. 216-474-0092. Ratings are down for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I got two reasons why. According to this, they are down 16% from Sports Business Journal. That's a year-to-year drop of 16%. They're the, among the five biggest drops in local NBA viewership in the league as of February 6th. Sports Business Journal made up the, or it didn't make it up. They came up with the statistics. <laughs> uh, the Trailblazers, the Nets, the Wizards, the Cavs, and Pelicans are amongst the top five. The Trailblazers have a year-to-year drop of 49%. They are on Root Sports Northwest. The Nets are on Yes. Monumental hosts the Wizards. We are on Bally Sports Ohio, and the Pelicans are on Bally Sports. I got two reasons why I want to know the reasons from you, because I bet you can guess them. I got one easily. 
It's the lack of trust on this team uh, when it comes to the postseason and the fact that you know they're going to be good during the regular season. So you're just like, just give me to the postseason. It's all I care about. That's got to be – That's obvious. obviously that's one of two answers from you. Okay. I'm having a hard time coming up with your second, though, because is it just the fact that they weren't very good or the injuries attached to it? Was no. that it? Uh, reason number one is because I think NBA fans tend to skew younger. I think reason number one is it's harder to find them. Even the app can can you justify, and I'm not trying to talk trash about anybody in the business here. That's not what I'm trying to do. But for the general consumer, can I justify $20 a month to an app that, that goes freezes, that consistently gives me performance problems? Can I justify that to do that if I'm a cord cutter? I don't think I can. It's hard to find you. And in professional sports, you can't make your product hard to find. Mm-hmm. So that's reason number one to me. Okay, that's, that's good because, you brought that up. Because I'm looking at yeah. at 49% for the Blazers. There's an obvious reason at 49% a year-to-year drop from the Blazers. Because well, you, the reason to watch is playing in Milwaukee right Exactly now. right, yeah. So that's a performance issue. When it gets to 16%, I look at 16% and I go, I can't blame all – I mean, 16% a big number. I can't blame the whole thing on not being able to find them. But I want to see what those ratings do for the games on WUAB coming up in March. I want to see what happens there in terms of give me those five games and tell me the difference in some of the other ones. Now, Lima can speak to this better than I can. He loves to do the Nielsen ratings. He loves to come up with the numbers and why they get fudged or why they're big deals and why they're not. I love to do that, but not as much as Lima does. So I'm going to have to ask him when he comes back next week. But also, when I see 16%, Jonathan, Mm -hmm. I think of not just that they're harder to find, What's my expectation now? Because over the last two years, I don't know how much expectation there was. You started out the season, Colin Sexton gets hurt, but you start out the season basically without him. The team takes off. They start to play well. It seems like they're starting to come out of the gutter there, and they go and they get to a play-in game. It was an exciting year to watch. The expectation was very, very low, and I'm starting to watch a really good basketball team take, take shape. Then they make the move for Donovan Mitchell. Well, there's a natural curiosity to see what this team is going to do with Donovan Mitchell. And they win a boatload of games. And then what happens in the playoffs is what happens in the playoffs. And this is to what you were saying where there's an expectation where they are in, when I look at some of these other teams, the Blazers, we talked about them. The Nets, they're in a purgatory. They've been a mess. They've gotten rid of some talent. The Wizards, terrible, terrible, terrible team. The Pelicans, kind of floating in the middle there. Now, Cleveland is a much better NBA market than what New Orleans is. But I think when it comes to this, I blame a lot of this on accessibility. Mm-hmm. And the other part I blame on what am I really watching for when I've already seen this team before and I know that i got to worry about them in the postseason. That's now, that's the, not my thought. No, that's, that's not my thought. One. But I think that's what a lot of people are thinking out there. I think it's more number two than one. And I'll admit that number one I'm not great with because I, I'm not a cord cutter. I still have cable. Me so too. I, I don't ever look at it and think like, oh, uh, it's really hard to find the Cavs because I – I, my life hasn't changed at all. But every time, I cannot tell you if I put out like a live social media I, post I during it. a game. I know it. You're right. No, you're right. There will be somebody or multiple people go, well, if you can watch it, please tell me what's going on because I can't watch it. Right. They and, will always and, do that. And I guess maybe it's evidenced by the fact that this is our job, so we have to live in a world where we can't make it hard on ourselves to find these games. True. Right? So, I, it, But it is a part of it. And I always, I constantly do wonder to myself, what, what sports would I cut? If I didn't have to do this, if I if my job wasn't this, what sports would I get rid of? What 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 would I pay twenty dollars a month for? Constantly wonder about that. So that's obviously got to be a big part of it. I wonder if you've looked at these ratings over the past month or so. I wonder where they'd be, Ken, because I I would bet dollars to donuts. I would bet the numbers 
are not down 16%, I would say they're probably up 15 to 20%, somewhere in that range. Because Cavs basketball has something to it in the previous month that it didn't have in the three months leading up to it. There's intrigue around this team. They're shooting at a rate that they hadn't shot before. There's there's a way into they're better than what they were last postseason. And that's the entry point I think the fans needed. You got to give them a reason to think something's different. I think they genuinely think something is different. Because they're winning so much over the last month and a half? Because they're winning so much, but they're doing it in a different style. Because they're doing it with uh, chucking up a bunch of threes, and they're having all these different pieces that have kind of worked out. So do you think the second half numbers will, will show that? I, will 100%. That? 100%. What, what date does this stop on? February 6th, I believe, it starts, is what you It stops said? on February 6th. Today, it's the 20th. Yeah, I feel like if you got these if you got these numbers from just January 1st up until, let's say, March 31st or something, and listen, well, they don't play the hardest schedule this month. So that's not going to help them. But let's say January 1st yeah, to March 31st. Yeah, but people 31st, still like to see their local team win. I think I think the numbers will be very much in the Cavs' favor. Are you just catching up with the Cavs right now? 216-474-0092. We just got past the All-Star break. Are you just starting to catch up with the Cavs? Because the numbers look to be down. And would you just get rid of the All-Star game? That all coming up. And also, not Lyman likes at 745. And it's one of the few conversations where I can't waste our time with it. Because it's just pointless. So don't even worry about it. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin, in for tone on the fan. Not live at like 745. I think we got to get back to the old ways to move forward. On the All-Star game, I had an idea I shared with you during the break. You seem to not hate it. I liked it. Just came out of nowhere. I go. I, I don't know if it's going to work, but I liked it. Probably wouldn't. There's, pro- there's always things. I think of these things off the top of my head, and there's not. Like, you gotta got to think them out real quick. So my idea real quick was... We'll get back to the Cavs here in a second because people keep bringing up the same sentiment. I'm just not appalled, but I'm I'm shocked. They had the in-season tournament. There was an uptick in ratings in the in-season tournament, like a 5% uptick. So it, if it works with the ratings, they're going to keep doing it. Right. Well, and we'll, take, we'll see how long it works with the ratings. LeBron yeah, cared, so that was good. But th- it seemed that the players do care. How long will LeBron and the players care, though? Well, we'll find out. This might be an all-star game thing repeating and, itself. And that's one of the questions I might have. So let's do it like this. You take the in-season tournament. Because the All-Star game, if if the only thing you can find is negative stuff to where the commissioner of the league looks appalled, then you got to have a discussion here. You take the in-season tournament, maybe you move it back. Maybe you move the in-season tournament back. Now, I know the, the NBA wants Which their own it little defeats, thing. It defeats the idea of the in-season it tournament. It does defeat. Because you want to give them something to get excited about before Christmas. It does defeat the idea of the in-season tournament. But I take it I move it back. Because February is a natural time, Right. Take the in-season tournament, go back to February for the championship game. I can start the thing off January or whenever the thing started, you know, move, move it around there. I take the in-season tournament, move it back, and then I have the All-Star game, or excuse me, All-Star weekend festivities, the weekend of the in-season tournament championship game. So it would have been Pacers, which would have been a home game for the Pacers. That would have been crazy. You have Pacers, Lakers, say it this year, mm-hmm. happen to be in Indianapolis, would have been two birds stoned at once for crying out loud. But then you have, well, LeBron can't participate in this stuff because he has the in-season championship game. Tyrese Halliburton, if he wouldn't have got injured, you wouldn't have been able to participate in this stuff because of the because he has the uh, in-season tournament championship game. You have your three-point contest on Saturday. You have your you have your dunk contest on Saturday. You have your in-season tournament championship game on Sunday, and everybody parts. That's the, that's the only answer that I have that doesn't get rid of everything because you can't get rid of it because you had five million people watching. Okay, I'll tell you why I really like it. But before we do that, yes. Is it possible to have the in-season tournament 
and then suspend the outcome, like the finale, for that month and a half to then keep the All-Star game weekend where it's at? No. Or is that no. too hard for people? That's like you built everyone up. So you're going to go you, play in these other games that don't matter just, and then go play in a championship game I, out of tr- nowhere? I'm trying to vibe it out. I'm trying to figure out where you're at here. You need the well, continuity. your rosters might not be the same. Yeah. It might yeah. not be. You might yeah. have changes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, all right. What I like you about play it how you play it. What I like about it is I think people don't understand how much of All-Star Weekend is taxing on these players. You got to do endorsements. You got to do uh, all sorts of parties and everything that you go to because of your the endorsements that you're attached Too to. Too bad. You got to, by the time they get to, maybe you're competing in something on Saturday. By the time they get to the All-Star game, I was thinking about this with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell did so many different things all throughout the week, and then he did Saturday in the three-point competition. By the time he got to Sunday, and he, he, he helped out in the dunk competition as well. By the time he got to Sunday, the man was exhausted because I was exhausted for him, okay? There's no way I'm he glad w- you feel bad for Donovan. I did. I really did. I'm like, man, this guy's had a week. I've seen him everywhere and anywhere, and I haven't even seen the parties Boy, for a that guy who talks to. so tough about athletes, you have a lot of sympathy for a lot of them. It's very interesting to me. In this instance, I do. Oh, in this instance, because okay. they're very tired. They're very tired by the oh. end of this. They're exhausted. They and gotta yeah. go sleepy night nights. Yeah, they gotta go sleepy night nights, and I feel like they uh, they don't want to put any effort into the actual game because they they spent all weekend hobnobbing with people. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not the, the same social person as you can. I don't know. You tell me. Are you are when you go social? Are you are you one of the type of people that like you get energized by being social? Yes. That's yes. how my wife is. My wife, she she like in a social setting, she gets she's around people, and it's like a battery for right? There's a lot of times where I go and I dread going and then I'm glad I went right after. Now that feels that's, great. That's closer to me than what my wife is. My wife gets excited for it and then she loves every minute of it and then she can't stop thinking about the next time she can go and be social again. I get really right? excited because I said yes and then I feel terrible that I said yes and then I go <laughs> and I feel great that I went and I feel bad that I ever felt bad. I get drained. I get absolutely drained. The between you and me. And so the the amount of, I, I think about these athletes going through all these parties, all these events, all the heavier. things they have to do. Yeah. That's true. Um, not that much heavier. Okay, let's continue. Well, we'll bring the by scales Sunday, down to 825. <laughs> by Sunday, they're exhausted. They have no energy for this game. They're, they're, they're spent. They're thinking about how do I get, how do I get, well, so. what little rest I'm supposed to get in this NBA All-Star Weekend? How do I get what little rest I and can? So oh, I get do. it. Jack up a three from 70 feet away. So you do your, so you do your three-point contest. You do your hobnobbing. You do your, do your slam dunk contest on Saturday. And by Sunday, it's time for the, the championship game. And that's where you have your championship game. And everybody parts as friends and that's it. So we don't have to have some ty- some terrible suck ass mm-hmm. performance of 397 points and an embarrassment to your commissioner. You don't have to do any of that. And if you're the Pacers Lakers, let's say, first off, if you're if you're 90% of the Pacers or Lakers team, they're not asking you to do all the hobnobbing anyway because they don't care about you the same way they care about LeBron and AD. Yes. And then, uh, you know, they can go to what they want and go to what they don't want to, and then it's fine. I'm gonna, I, I, it's a great idea, Ken. I'm going to get to Frank, and I'm going to get back to the Cavs here in a second. Get Frank and Garfield, you're next up on the fan. Yellow. All right, guys. Good morning. Hi. So I don't know Hi. if there's anything you can do to fix the All-Star game. Um, like you said, I don't know if you can entirely get rid of it because 5 million people watch it, but um, what, I, what I'm thinking is that over the past 20 years, and especially really over the past maybe five years or so, um, we've seen a decline in defense, and we've seen an increase in offense. Uh, and that's just going to carry over to the All-Star game. I think somebody else already made this point, but they don't want to get hurt. I don't want to see one of my best players on my team get hurt, especially like a team like the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell. I don't want to see Donovan Mitchell point. get hurt in a game yeah. that doesn't matter at all. Um, so, you know, I don't know if you could do what the um, MLB did for a, a while where you incentivize the, 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 um, 
the conferences on who gets home field or home court advantage. I don't know if you could do anything like that. But also, all these players or a lot of these players are all buddy-buddies now. I mean, like, there used to be big rivalry, rivalries maybe 20, 25 years ago. Well, um, I, I still players, think – Now a lot of the players – Frank, you're right about that. I, I, but I, I think that they were still friends back in the day. And, Frank, I got – because I got to get back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. To the Cavs here in a second. Ben, thank you very much for the call. I still think a lot of them could be friends back in the day. It was more competitive from us. I still think they get... We don't. We didn't know what was going on in their personal lives beforehand. We didn't know that there was, there was no such thing as social media. Reporters took care of athletes. They didn't report on a lot of this stuff that they saw back in the day. They didn't find it germane to their reporting. So we didn't know about guys from back in the day getting, to, to, getting together and doing God knows what. Now we know everything. And so now it feels like, hey, they, they, they've, they've, pulled back the, they've pulled back the curtain, and so now we all see it's a big show. But I do think in moments, in competitive situations, LeBron James and Draymond Green get together, get along very, very well, except when they're on the floor together in a competitive atmosphere. LeBron James and Steph Curry, famously in 2016, getting into it after LeBron had the and one. But you also have a good relationship there. If they're put in competitive settings, their competitive juices will take over. They are very egotistical people. They're professional athletes. Mm -hmm. But if you don't put them in a setting where their egos can take over and we're all just in this together, then you're going to have what you had back back the other night, which is not going to be a good performance for everybody involved. That's that's just my personal thought on that. Yeah, you got to give them something to care for. There's another thought I'm getting towards the Cavs. I said the 16% drop in ratings. Year to year, as of February 6th. Now, you might be right. I think you're right, and I hope you're right. There will be an uptick because this was done on February 6th. We were just a month into the the Good Cavs run. We've been about two months into the Good Cavs run. Maybe it's going to pick up. I said, one, I think it's hard for him to find the Cavs on TV. Mm -hmm. A general fan of the NBA tends to skew younger. I think a lot of them cut the cord more than older viewers. And so I think it's harder for them to find because they don't want to justify the expense of the app because the app sometimes just doesn't work for anybody. The other thing is, is there was a buildup over the last two years. There's not as much of a buildup this year. I keep getting the sentiment of the Browns doing very, very well. And I'm just surprised because I go, guys, they play once a week. The Browns play once a week. What do you mean the Browns doing well? I can have three or two or three Cavs games in between two Browns games. 
They play once a week. Oh, I mean the Browns be, actually well, doing well. the Browns well. Okay, are doing you. well. So the Browns do well. And I'm going, it, the math still doesn't do the math. I can be right. interested in two things. Right. There wasn't much crossover where I think there was one game this year where there was a Sunday day game for the Cavs that also conflicted with a, a Browns game. Okay. Well, football's, one game this year. football's football and the football team was really good. So I can understand that. But are we really just not watching the Cavs at the beginning of the season just because the Browns were good? No. That's not. That's not. That's right. not what I'm picking up here on social media. That's doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. I, now, I do agree with the idea that you care more about basketball when basketball is the only sport in town. When it's the only thing going, you're going to care about it more. Yeah, but what? I I would agree with you too. But watching it, I'm going. Well, what are we doing on a Tuesday night? The Browns don't play on a Tuesday night. I know there, there's what's something... been done is done. We're already getting ready. It's our day off. We're already getting ready to look forward to the next week's game by Tuesday night. Why can't we watch the Cavs on yeah, a Tuesday? And something was absent in the early part of the Cavs season, though. Something was absent. I know it because I, you know, I do the night show overtime with Jonathan Peterman. Please listen. Thank you very much. And at Pretty night, show. we talk about the Cavs after every single game. Yeah, cheap plug, but we do every game. We talk about every single one of them. And early on in the year, we didn't get much reaction. In the past month, month and a half or so, we've gotten a ton of reaction. After these games. Early on, though, it was a struggle. I'm going to be honest. It was a struggle. And I don't know. Is that just because people people just would just get me to the postseason? But now we're in. We're into the part of the season. They're winning a bunch of games. And if the perception's changed, I'm not entirely sure what it is. But so you agree with me. Something's definitely changed. Oh, 100%. Because I still I thought it was the bad taste that was left. It Like, there are hardcore basketball fans out there. And so this is going to sound insulting to you. And I don't mean it to be that way. For a hardcore basketball fan, they're going to watch the game. And they're, they're going to take in the game. And that's the way it's going to go. I do think for the general fan, it was a it was a team that lied dormant for a little bit, especially after you get over this exalted feeling of winning the championship with LeBron. LeBron takes off. It is still, it's a good basketball market, but it's number two in the city. And then I think a lot of the general interest fans, yes, they're football fans, but I do think that the, the way the postseason ended last year had an effect on the way the season started and people's general interest this year. Mm-hmm. I can't just blame it on the Browns when they play usually on a Sunday at 1. All right, well, maybe you're still reacting to it on a Monday and on a Tuesday, but if the Cavs play again even on a Monday night, okay, maybe you do watch the NFL. Maybe that's how that goes. Yeah, we got maybe Monday you do night, watch we Monday got night Thursday football. night, you got Sunday night. But if you have all these other days that have basketball that's played on, and I can't imagine not being interested in Cavs basketball just because of the Browns. No, but I, I do think the NBA is constructed in such a way, and they, they've, they've hammered this home more than anybody. This is what they're trying to do with the in-season tournament, is trying to rewrite this wrong. Uh, the idea that, you know, until Christmas, a lot of people just don't pay attention. You know, it's almost like one big lead-up. It's, it's, it's a bunch of preseason games up until Christmas time, and then you evaluate where your team is at, and then you go from there. And luckily for our team, they've been, just been playing their best basketball since January 1st. Well, the, year, the way the year went, at the beginning of this year, I still think there was a hangover from what had happened. And then as the year went on, you had the two injuries. You had the one to Evan Mobley. You had the one to Darius Garland. And we had a conversation. People were calling in and everything. Where there were conversations about whether or not this team should do the T word. Maybe the excitement of the way the team was is what plays out into it. But I, I just can't blame the lack of zest or the lack of interest. And this is as of February 6th, at least according to the ratings. I think people have been more interested in the Cavs. I think they're more interested now because maybe it is no longer football season and they're, they're dialing into it. I'm not sure. I just can't put everything on that. I do think that it's it's a little bit of what happened last year where we got this huge excitement going on during the regular season. The Knicks series ended the way the Knicks series ended, and then here we are. Yeah, I, I also think – I want to know your opinion on this. Okay, you ahead. think Cavs fans have adjusted the idea that maybe it's about the 
more about the journey than it is about the destination. Like I, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and he was telling me how he's been a Cavs fan his whole entire life. Obviously, he's from here and everything. And, and he's like, you know what? I like being, even if we're a 3-4 seed, I like being a 3-4 seed. I like us being competitive. We're not in the bottom of the basement. We're, we're competitive. We are, we're a serious team. We are taken seriously. We might not win the title, but we're taken seriously. And I feel like there's there's an adjustment there for Cavs fans. And that might be nice to recognize. I, th- I think maybe it's not maybe it's not all win or bust. Part of that reason, though, is the culture of sports. I mean, this this becomes a deep conversation, Jonathan, without without us even noticing, because you have three sports around football that are very long seasons, and we're meant to be that way for a specific reason. Same thing with golf. Same thing with NASCAR and in other things that people have interest in that aren't baseball, football, basketball. But the other ones that are base that baseball, hockey, basketball. These are long drawn out seasons with a lot of downtime during it. And we care about one thing more than we care about anything else. It was cha- it's championships now. You either are a champion or you're a loser, and there's no gray area for anybody anymore. And I think that's hurt the general interest of a regular season NBA team because there's plenty of good teams out there that nobody cares about. That if, if you're a Cavs fan, you care about the Cavs. Can I tell you and extol the virtues of the Minnesota Timberwolves to anybody out there? Probably not. Same thing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. To a hardcore basketball fan, they want to hear more. But to a regular Joe Cavs fan, I don't think they really care. Where I don't know if it was always that case back in the day because there are other, there are other things. Winning is the most important thing, but there are other things that play into it as well. And I think that that hurts the attention span of it. 216-474-0092. Coming up at 8 o'clock, if a Guardians player said this, I think you'd lose your mind because I know I would. Coming up next and not Lima Likes, it's one of the few conversations where I don't want to waste our time with it. That's why I'm bearing it in Lima Likes because it was silly as hell when it was brought up on Friday. It'll be sillier in hell when it's brought up all throughout the spring. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin, in for Tone on the fan. <laughs> Kenny, no like. You're supposed to talk. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is this is uh, not Lima likes. Ken's Lima's not gonna like this one, guys. Still on. Uh, <laughs> he's still on paternity leave. I'm just gonna start calling it paternity suit. He's on paternity suit. It's he what I keep wanting to say. Arrest, so. Yeah, he calls it house arrest himself. All right, here we go. Ready? Kenny, no like. I'm not calling Mike Tannenbaum stupid. I just think <laughs> it's a stupid thing to even what? bring up. Because I can't do this every single time. Guys, you're going to keep hearing about these trades, and you're going to hear about these silly trades during this this offseason. Anything that uh, that involves Deshaun Watson, don't don't pay it no mind. That's why I'm burying it in here. Am I supposed to give precious time during a four-hour radio show to something Mike Tannenbaum brought up where he's just, all he's trying to do is fill the space to? I'm not ripping Mr. T. I'm not ripping him for that. It's just, I, and I got a couple of people sending me serious emails. Oh, no, it can't. No, it's not. The fool you're, that. you're wasting your time. You're wasting my time. You're wasting everyone's time. And that's why I'm bearing it during Not Lima Likes. Because the whole question of, well, could the Browns trade Deshaun Watson in a second round pick to the New York Giants for Daniel Jones? Is it, It's just a non-starter. Would you trade for Deshaun Watson right now in that contract? Be honest with yourself. Would you trade for Deshaun Watson in that contract? I'm literally asking no, you that question. No, but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't trade for Daniel Jones and whatever contract he would exactly. have. Exactly. So it's a non-starter for 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 either group. Nobody's trading for the quarterback that we have with his contract, and the quarterbacks that you would trade for probably aren't that good enough either. So I'd rather. I, I'm in a position where you know what? Let's see where the hell this goes because you can't do anything with the contract. Yeah, but so there's no point of wasting serious time on if you the, can on move that, that dead cap. What dead cap? 
which Judge which Deshaun dead Watson cap? dead cap money. Because both of them probably have a good, nice, sizable dead cap. They do, but cap. one of them's only one year of dead cap, and the other one's like the rest of your life. Okay, well, I, yeah, but you can't move it because no one's going to accept it. So you can't move any Wait, of it. Wait, but if you could. It's February. We get to play hypothetical If, if you could, would you? If you could, yeah, but you can't. So, again, there's yeah, no point. Yeah, but if you could. But if you could. If you could, yes, but you can't. I'm just I'm about, thinking of you calling uh, Tannenbaum Mr. T. If I that's, could, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, about. that's what I'm sorry, Francesca called him that for years. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just it just synced <laughs> okay. in and I called him Mr. T. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I don't got nothing against Mike Tannenbaum. Got nothing against the guy. I know he's just doing his job coming up with interesting trades, and it might be interesting to his audience, but it's a non-started ours. Not, it doesn't make sense. No. And this won't be the last year of it. There will be other silly possibilities that get brought up. And none of it's going to be last year of it. You mean last, like last? Well, this will be the last we hear of it this year. I should say. Okay, Sorry. because I was going to say I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm battling yeah. it right now. All right, no, that's fine. Uh, all right, so you think what other quarterback could they possibly come up with in a trade scenario that people would actually entertain? None, because of the quarterback you have, well, nobody would actually is, entertain that. It's on go. our side. Yeah, nobody's yeah. taking what is happening with the nobody. Browns we need Mangini out there coming up with uh, trade scenarios for us. Unless, unless they could somehow figure out a way to do pennies on the dollar, and I don't want to trade them for pennies on the dollar. Not yet, anyway. I owe it to myself to at least figure out this how this thing's going to work. Yeah, exactly. And the Browns do, too. Sorry. Can they know, like, you can I, cough and put your thumb down? I don't so. know what to do with the Rock. <laughs> he was the grand mar- it was the starter, the grand marshal of the, of the NASCAR oh, race yesterday. Yeah. And I go, someone's any of you guys, we used to have double A here. So people think I'm a big wrestling fan, and I am. Double A's an actual. Of 1980s, 1990s, <laughs> and yeah. very early 2000s wrestling. Current wrestling, I said I watch, I try to watch the Royal Rumble every year, but it's always on the Sunday after now. I didn't even watch the Royal Rumble this year. So Monday Night Raw and stuff like that, I've seen like one Monday Night Raw, no, two of them in the last decade. One was the 25th anniversary, and no, three. One was Vic, the other one was the 25th anniversary, and the other one was the one I thought CM Punk was going to come out. He didn't show up in the first 20 minutes. I said, I'm out. Is it just not the same for you since you realized it's not, you know, it's it's rigged and all, or what? I don't know. I can watch movies, can I? Oh, well, I know okay, that those are why, don't, why don't you watch it anymore is the, is the question I'm having. You I got so sports much. to watch. I got the Cavs. I got the, I got the Browns. I got the Guardians. I got, I got sports. I can't watch wrestling live. When I got football games on and basketball games and such. Okay, so it's a conflict of interest. Well, yeah, I, I, I should just I'm be watching you. I'm games. I'm just trying to figure it out. I, I know why I stopped watching wrestling. Why? Because I was 12 years old. My mom said I was fighting with my brother too much, and that just needed to stop. And I was not I happy about that. I know you had that. a brother. I have two brothers. Two brothers and a sister. Yeah. You're both, one of four? Both in town this weekend, by the way. I've learned the brother thing last week when you told us everybody was coming to town. I knew you had a sister. Yeah, both in town. I didn't realize you had two brothers until you said something. Both in town this year. Then, then they complained about the weather. They complained about like. the weather, and they're all in Kansas City, and I'm like, you can't complain about the weather. It's yet. the same. It's... They love it, though. They love Cleveland. Very nice. What, you yeah. think you know a guy. I thought you were an only child. <laughs> You're an only child. God. I'm not an only child. Yeah. I am an only child. Yeah. My godson's an only Jonathan's child. Jonathan's one of 18 children. <laughs> His family was actually on a reality show in the early 2000s. Yeah, but not I, that family. But the people who... <laughs> not, 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 that, not that family. The people who don't like the wrestling. Like, The Rock is a really big I, scoundrel. I heard, I heard he went heel, right? But, you know, on TV... And this is my problem I have with wrestling. 
It's like, well, you're an actor, or you you say you're an actor. Why can't we just go back to the way it was, man? You're playing that role. You're playing that role all the time. Like Ric Flair was a bad guy. No, and Rick the, Flair the Rocks, still, he's too like he's he's made his career on being likable. If at this you point. do this, you go it the whole way. That's my point. It's like if if you're running a wrestling company. You're a bad guy the whole way through. Like that MJF guy. He's a bad guy. But like Ric Flair would go on Sally Jesse Raphael and he yeah, wore a suit the, and you knew that there was this aura of dangerousness around him. Okay, but Ric Flair is only known exclusively. Yeah. He's only known exclusively for wrestling. Ric Flair is. The Rock is known for so many other things. Yes, he is. But I, he he's, he's beyond wrestling. He doesn't have to play into the heel. I think he's there's actually something wrestling. called beyond wrestling out there. Uh, and he also had to get ready for the uh, UFL. That's coming out, and they were promoting that on Fox. We need spring football. Can't have any room for any other sports. Nope. Have to have more football. That's come from me, a football guy. Hmm. Why isn't I? Couldn't, I couldn't think of a single rock movie on the top of my head. Uh, Jumanji. 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 I like Jumanji. Uh, didn't they do something called the Rundown? He's hitting people with baseball oh, that bats. Was, that was a great. It's like one, one of the yeah. biggest yeah. stars we've had in twenty years. I just got had no tall reference. Was... Walking Tall, Quarterback Princess, or whatever it was. There. Nope, that's not. That what was Helen Hunt, but he's got another one. Sorry, go ahead. Ken Life. I watched a little bit of the Genesis this weekend. Oh without yeah, Tiger Woods. Oh, Way Phil, to be. Phil you was saw out there. You saw Tiger withdraw. Well, after, 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 everyone got oh, sick. Oh, Kenny no likes. That's a damn shame. That man's yeah, 48 years old, good. and he can barely make it through a round of A couple golf. things. He had a shank on 18. Did you see the shank? That was yes. a complete one-of-us move like I've, yes. I've ever seen. He shanked it on 18. His recovery was not like one of us, but his shank was magnificent because I don't think I've ever seen Tiger legitimately shank a golf ball Boy, like that. that was sad. It was It, it was it's just sad. I think that's part of the reason people are having problems with golf. Maybe it's mine. Because I just I don't want to feel guilty. Sad watching golf. You know who's going to bring me back to golf, though? Who? His son. Yeah, Charlie's going to no, be great. No, did he hurt himself, too? Yeah, but he's like, he's what, been 15, hurt. maybe? I think he's 13 or 14, maybe yeah. 15 at this point. I don't know. He's he's so much bigger now than he was the he's, last time we saw him. Drives at 275. Yeah. He's, he's great. Woods is, man. You got to, I don't, I, I'm telling you to take care of yourself, but look at me. Like you guys got to not get hurt. And he likes... I like that Creed was sponsoring Jimmy Johnson's car in the Daytona 500. <laughs> they this, have went full, yeah. They have a comeback tour going on, and this summer's they, the summer back. of telling people to embrace the butt rock. They've come back. People love Creed right now. It was an important thing for our generation in the early 2000s. Embrace it, guys. Embrace the Nickelback. Embrace the puddle of mud. Embrace breaking Benjamin. Come on, guys. I'm standing you, here with arms wide open. You do exactly, to, brother. You just do. ready to embrace. People them. love yeah. butt rock, man. Stop acting like you didn't like it. <clears throat> that lion show is all time. Which one? The halftime show for the yes. Lions game. All no, time. that was the Cowboys. It was Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, it was Cowboys Thanksgiving. It was Cowboys. Oh my yeah. bad. Okay. Were the guys on the on the big thing? Yeah, I thought yeah. thought that was, was Lions. No, no, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, Cowboys, man. I watched it like it seems like 25 times in the previous couple months. My bad. Kenny no like. Cleveland, Philly, and Brazil, Friday, September 6th, according to Peter King. Says he's feeling good about it. Wait, you said no like. I know like. I don't like it. Because of high school football? Not on Friday, yes. Not on Friday But night. for the Browns, put high school football aside. Put your John Madden cruiser to the side for a second. For the Browns, don't you love it for week one? Why? Because we don't have to do it in week seven or week 10 or week 12. We get do it done like- right out of the way, and then we don't have to worry about anything. And, and oh, here's another twist. 
They're going to go to the Greenbrier once again to build up and foster relationships. Okay. Nothing foster relationships better than a trip to good old Brazil together, hanging out. You exclusively only get to spend time with your teammates. Another bonding. Another bonding moment for the Browns. I've never been to Brazil. I've heard there's a lot of wild things that go on in Brazil. You do it just about I don't anything need, in Brazil. I don't need the distractions around my football team to start off this season in Brazil. Full of nuts. Here you go. And I don't like it for the high school football around these parts. I'm sure there will be changes made and everything. But yeah, that's not Lima Likes. Fantastic as always. 216-474-0092. No, you guys do not want in on the Deshaun Watson contract stuff. You guys got to stop. Are you going to make me take these calls? I wouldn't like it if you did. No, I got a guard. They're setting there, no, Ken. I mean, I it's, a, your, no. it's your dime, your dance Coming floor. up next, we'll figure it out. But damn it, I got a Guardian's point to make next, folks. Ken Carmen and Jonathan Peterlin in for Tone on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.